If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LFC Roundtable Podcast. This is the podcast where we break down everything from the feeds, everything, all of them, all of the things. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and with me, as always, are my two wonderful LFC members. Uh, first is Brent Walgamont. How are you doing, Brent? I'm so happy to be back with my two favorite people, Marissa and Shady Boots. <laughs> Yeah, um, I hope I hope uh, you didn't listen to the update this morning, Melissa, because I did accidentally call you uh, Marissa. Oh, I definitely was listening to that. I was like, really shaking my head the whole time. It's not my that's the first time I've actually said it out loud. But there have been multiple times where I've read Marissa like with updates or something and been like, Melissa, what is Melissa doing? Wait, uh, yeah, oh, I, I keep doing that, too. So you're not alone. I keep thinking <laughs> that people are talking about me when they're like, Marissa said this today. I'm like, wait, why did I, why are people talking about me? But it's not me. Well, I, one of the, one of the benefits of having three A's at the end of your name is that it's a little bit easier to distinguish yourself right. from Marissa. Very true. I don't know what we're going to do though, when there's a Melissa on the cast or when there's a Taryn on the cast or a Brent on the cast. I mean, having an Alex on the cast was hard enough, mm. but. Yeah. It, 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 especially like, it's very rare for me to hear my name for somebody else. So when I do hear it, it's 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 especially like I'm just very not used to it. So uh, God forbid um, we are here and we will be live every Tuesday night, meaning for like one the more next time. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe maybe we'll do one after the season ends, uh, depending on how much there is to talk about. Uh, but we'll be here at 8.30 p.m. Eastern to argue about what's been going down on the feeds. We have the chat room open on RapidsWebsite.com and you can send questions in to me at on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. So let's get into this. Um, this is our first roundtable for Big Brother Celebrity Edition. So I wanted to get uh, your thoughts on how you think the season is going so far. We're, we're almost a week in here now. Uh, what do you think so far, Brent? I mean, it's it's uh, it's very fun. I mean, uh, I, I tweeted out the other day that, uh, you know, I went to the store, I watched the Olympics, I flip over and the plan has changed a thousand times since then. And there's a fake plan. There's a new plan. There's the old plan with the fake plan. And I mean, it's just insanity. And it's so nice to see. Uh, comparatively to what we had to endure last season on Big Brother 19, where everything went through Paul and only Paul. This season, everybody has their own agenda, and uh, I'm really sort of living for it. 
having said that, it makes feed watching a very different experience. Last season, I could have canceled my feeds and still had a job here. But this season, I definitely have to have my feeds. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's really it's been back and forth. There's really there really hasn't been much downtime on the feeds. There's been a lot of blackouts, but not a whole lot of downtime. Uh, Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I'm loving it so far. I'm having a great time watching. I like the sped up nature of things. I like that there's constantly something to talk about and constantly something going on. But um, I do think that maybe there should be a bit more time in between certain aspects of it just so that people can actually have the opportunity to save themselves or the opportunity to game. But I feel like right now it's like, if you're the target, you're basically the target and it's going to be really hard for you to get out of it because there's just not enough time and people want to stick with the plan because they just want to keep, keep on rolling through the weeks. So that would be my one, one thing is like maybe add like a little bit more time in between things, but overall it's very fun, very exciting. I'm so glad that the players are there to play and they're not there to, you know, they've already basically had their publicity. They've had their 15 minutes of fame. Um, So they're not out there just like, just trying to get tweets or Twitter followers, whatever, trying to get people like fans. They already have fans. So I like that they're self-actualized people and they're intelligent. I'm very impressed with how intelligent everyone is. I feel like everybody's there to play the game. There's no one who's just sitting around. I was concerned maybe that Ari might, you know, just sit around or Chuck or someone like that might just sit around and not actually be there to play. But I feel like everybody is is a good gamer at this point. I mean, maybe we'll be proven wrong, but at this point, I'm really impressed with everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, I think, interesting casting going on. I think this is this has been a very exciting season to watch, and I think uh, it'll be interesting to try and dissect why that is. Um, I think some people are pointing to the casting. Some people are pointing to the uh, the sped-up timetable. Um, but actually, I just finished talking to uh, to Bruno from Big Brother Canada um, for the Terran show, and he was talking about how slop, really he he had he was on slop for like a month straight and it just completely zapped him of all energy he felt like he couldn't do anything when he was in the house and i think that may be another reason why um the the gameplay is so energetic is because these celebrities are being pampered a little bit they don't have to eat slop so far there there are no have-nots and that is you know so they're able to keep their energy up they're able to think properly they're able to get sleep and i think that is actually a really beneficial thing for the game yeah and i i don't need i don't miss it i don't mm-hmm. miss slop at all i mean the fact that i didn't even think about that until you just said it uh shows yeah. that, like it really doesn't matter it doesn't impact it at all i think it used to impact it because i think that it used to be you know in, an important element of the game was to to trap two people in a bedroom together or three people however many people are have nots and trap them in a bedroom together and be like okay, you guys have to stay in this room. And it got people to create relationships with people who they might not normally create relationships with. But here, I just, I don't feel like, I don't feel like in these most recent seasons, it's really made that much of a difference at all. So I I think do away with it. I really don't care about it, you know? And another thing I've really liked is I feel like I like everyone in the cast. And I also feel like, there's not as much animosity between the people. It's a lot of like, look, she's scheming. We got to get her out. She's a really good player, but we don't hate her or have to bash on her constantly as a person. Like I feel like the past couple seasons of regular big brother have been 
just littered with that. And it's been just so horrible to watch. And I think that this one, they're all a lot more mature and they don't really need to partake in that sort of like gang mentality. So I'm really liking that aspect of it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hearing something like uh, like scratching or bouncing near your mic, Melissa. I think. Yeah, it's um, like a pen that's rolling around. It's like I think it's when you move your arms around. I don't know. Uh, no, the first, when you were first talking, my, I was. I have a little uh, button on my thing, and I must keep hitting yeah, it. Maybe. Stop doing that! I'll stop! I'll stop! I noticed I like that my arms. I constantly have to be like talking with my hands. I don't know why. The first time it was happening, I was like, I was doing this with my ear. Oh, like, I know what I hear is. something. It's my necklace. Oh. It keeps hitting the desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the second time, I looked at Taryn and I'm going like, what the hell is going on right now? Because like, I definitely hear it. But it sounds like, I heard like it too, a but pen. it was like, that's okay. not me because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I, I can right. see right. Brent just freaking out about it. <laughs> I saw Brent like look around. <laughs> it was my necklace, guys. I'll take it off. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so there are, I think there are a lot of uh, really cool aspects to this season um but brent are you at all concerned about the the level of um participation maybe i would say uh with this cast with meta you know not really wanting to be in the house keisha essentially quitting and uh what we're gonna get into it a little bit later but uh shannon at this point seems to have uh all but given up uh who knows if that will stay but No, stop. No, first of all, Keisha was a great player. She was a great player until the breast milk thing, the the pump broke. Okay, let's be clear about that. I thought she was. She was really surprising me. Even Rob admitted on the show that she's giving him a lot more than what he thought he was going to get out of her. Okay, Meta is just, he's like literally literally the dumbest player ever in Big Brother. And yet he's probably going to go to the final three or the final four, maybe even the final two. He may even win just because he no nobody wants to take him out because he's begging to be taken out so much that people then obviously don't want to give you what you want because they're like, well, we can get you out anytime. And the last one, Shannon has been an absolute revelation on this show. She's been somebody who I like, I've absolutely been thrilled to cover because I feel like in some ways she's very much like how I would play the game. Just absolutely manic during the first, you know, two weeks of the game trying to win everything. And eventually there's going to be a time where she's going to have to come down and Right now, she has crybabyitis. That's what it is. So, you know, wait till she wins the veto. Then she's going to be fine. Like, if she doesn't win the veto, I, it's look, self-preservation is going to kick in, and she's going to want to try to save herself because this is the part of the week where she'll have time to save herself. Uh, on the Monday version, on you know, when they evict people on Monday, they have the veto, and then, you know, like it's an hour or, you know, 30 minutes later, and you're evicted. But this week, I mean, if things go as, as according to the way they went last week, she's going to have some time to save herself. And if that is true, then I, I think her self-preservation is going to kick in, and she'll be fine. Melissa, what do you think about this? The 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 celebrities they they are playing hard, but they're also crashing hard. What do you think? You know, I I heard Meta on the feeds basically saying that he he was going to start really playing. So I'm I'm still holding out hope that we're going to see a really awesome player because he's very entertaining on the feeds when he's by himself. Um, he does his little talk show things to the camera where he's telling you all about what he's eating, what he's making, whether what the calorie content of celery is. I was very entertained last night. Um, but, uh, you know, I am disappointed in Shannon right now, but I know Brent's right that I mean, at least I hope Brent's right that she's going to 
she's going to kick it up and realize that like, okay, I got to, I got to do this. I have to work hard to save myself because right now she's like, Oh, I gave up. Like, uh, I'm over it. Like, I'm just going to go out this way. Like, that's just the way it is. And that's, that's, I can understand where she's coming from because it's obviously got to hurt to have everyone you thought you were working with turn against you. But she's, she's got to just step up. She's got to kick it into gear and, you know, fight. That's the key is she has to fight. I mean, it's not impossible. She has a way out. She's just right now in that mode where you're like, Oh, what was me? So I'm, I, I have faith. She's good. She's just got to take the attitude like Janelle, just like win shit and crush dreams. That's all she's got to do. You know, just, just go out there and win it. It's all you got to do. All you gotta, and she's going to be nominated. Okay. So she's going to have a chance to play for the veto. And, you know, James wasn't exactly a comp beast during the spelling competition. I have to believe she's got a, a better than 50 50 shot at winning this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she, I mean, she needs to go full Vanessa. She needs to yes. start like just talking at these people and convincing them that they need her in this game for whatever reason, either as a target, as a shield, as an ally, uh, whatever it is. Um, she needs to, she needs to get in their heads and it needs to be, um, like it really, it needs to be Brandy, Brandy and Ari. She, she yeah. needs to convince them, um, because she's been focusing a lot on Ross and Marissa and they, they're, they're lost to her. They are yep. too indecisive um uh brandy and ari the real power in the house at the moment but um so uh yeah overall uh enjoying the season i i'm not too concerned about this whole the the quitting thing it was you know maybe a disappointing outcome uh on monday night um you know seeing keisha go instead of getting to witness a a glorious blindside um but it was it was uh compelling at least like it was still crazy and unexpected it was um so Yeah, I was, you know. I was, uh, I was watching it, and uh, I was stunned about what was happening. I, I was like you guys on the show. I was trying to figure out, okay, so what is she arguing about here? Like, yeah. is she trying to save herself? And then it became apparent that she, she was trying to force them to evict her, and they didn't really want to do that. You could tell they really wanted to go through with their backdoor Shannon plan, and then they were like, well, I don't know. Apparently, we can't do that now. And then the whole voting thing with her speech, where she was like, you know, you guys got to evict me. You got to take, you know, I mean, that was a little much. So I'll be honest. I'm like, like, girl, you're not dying. Okay, come on. And then, uh, you know, it was like seven to zero, you know, you know, no drama there. So uh, look, it was unfortunate that her pump broke and uh, that she could have been in some, uh, some danger. I know that there's an infection that can happen when you're, if you're, if you're uh, breastfeeding or pumping and you're, you, you don't continue to do that. I know that there's things that can happen. I, I, I think the, the, probably the bigger question and uh, I'll, I mean, I'll tackle it is, uh, you know, I just don't know if it was a smart decision to come on the show. If there were that many things that could go wrong. Um, I think that was, I, I kind of blame the producers actually for casting her in the first place. I don't exactly blame Keisha. You know, there's a chance to win $250,000 and maybe she thinks she can do it, but for the producers to look at her and know that, you know, that there may be some medical issues creeping up to, on down the line and we're going to be dependent on some equipment and it's going to be a pretty involved thing. I, we really want her on the show. Like, can't we find some other B-list celebrity, D-list celebrity? You know, I mean, yeah. that's just, it's that's not just, like she's the Omarosa or something. Yeah, exactly. It's not like she's the get. She was, like, exactly. oh, we got to get her. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, let's find someone else. Like everybody only knew her from the Cosby show anyway. So it's not like she's the talk of the town or something. So yeah, they could have gotten gone with someone else for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard the talk of the town. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, I I uh, I agree. I mean, it's uh, it sounds like maybe um I don't know, I guess maybe they had trouble casting, you know, the season, but uh Oh, come on. There's always someone yeah, to be I mean, Look at the Jerry Manthe on this season. Come on. I mean, I got Right. <laughs> surely, just, surely there is yeah. someone out there that that yeah. can last uh, a few weeks um this is this is the producer dropping the ball and i'm sure that they look they've given us a great season so i'm not going to harp on them too much but uh this they, they probably needed to rethink this one yeah um all right so uh how do we how do we feel about the the gameplay overall so far uh are you are we liking what we're seeing because i think it's been fast it's been hard um there hasn't been a lot of smart gameplay but i don't know how necessary that is melissa yeah i feel like it, it's interesting because they're playing like it's not the first week, but it really is kind of the first week, but they're having to play like it's not the first week. And so this is like very standard stuff for the first week is that like alliances come together and they're like, let's just, let's just, all we have to do is just move on down the line and get these people out and just stick together and then we'll battle it out at the end. And obviously that never happens. They always end up turning on each other way before then. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very fun to watch, but I'm a little disappointed that I feel like none of the alliances have stuck at all, except for maybe Ari and Brandy yep. and Marissa and Ross. Not the second one. Even yeah. they have cracks. Yeah. I know that's the thing is like, nobody will stick to a person. And even just looking, watching today when James is like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm over with Shannon. My alliance is not with Shannon. Like, that's fine. It's like he jumped ship right away when she was the one who flipped the script and got him saved. So I just feel like I, I get it because I understand that everyone needs to like look out for themselves, but I think it's more fun for me to watch when there's more, I don't know, just more alliances fighting alliances rather than just everyone's just trying to get one person out as long as it's not them. Yeah, no, everyone's playing to win. And to answer your question, Taryn, it's been really fun to watch because, um, I mean, you said it yourself. It's this season, it's like great sex because it's fast and hard and messy and manic and raw. I mean, it, that's what this season, it's so, it's so crazy and it's so messy. There's just, like Melissa said, every alliance that was ever existed has been broken and reformed and broken and reformed. And everyone's playing for the money not to get to jury because, hello, they're already on the jury. You know, I think that might have something to do with it as well. And uh, there's no, you know, like, let's just get to jury. Let's just I, I got so tired of hearing that last season. But, yeah, I really do feel like this season has been wonderful to watch because it's just there's a lot of bad players, but they're hungry players. And I would love. I would so much rather watch bad, hungry players oh, than yeah. good, boring players. Oh, and yeah. I'm just living for what we're getting this season. You know, I also like that there there have been at least like three or four people, maybe. Yeah, I think like three or four people that have said like, look, I don't like the idea of a backdoor. I think it's cowardly. I think we should just put the people on the block. And while a, a backdoor is a lot cleaner, um, I don't like the backdoor being used every single week because then it gets so stupid it's like why do we even bother with nominations if we're just going to backdoor some random person at the end of the week and oh great that's the end of it like so there's no strategy throughout the entire week because the two people on the block 
they're not going to be on the block by the end of the week. So who cares? And I'm really glad that they're not sticking with that. I know they were about to do it last week, but I'm glad that this week they're planning on putting people on the block that they want out rather than just backdoor going for a backdoor again, because then it's just a boring week of them lying to Shannon all week long, just being like, no, we're good. We're good. And then, oh, boom. Oh, sorry. You're out. It's just, I just don't, I don't, I well, think it's, it can be used in certain situations, but I don't like it when it's used every week. Yeah, well, it was definitely overused last season, but mm-hmm. to you know, much to Paul's uh, amusement because he got ex- exactly what he wanted every time last season. Uh, the one thing that I will say is that uh, Ross, uh, the, you know, the super, the real super fan of the group, obviously Shannon is too, but Ross, the guy who's watched every season, the guy who's in the Big Brother uh, one finale audience, he was the one who was trying to get them to put up like, you know, maybe Meta and Omarosa or something and then backdoor Shannon because he doesn't want his deals to come undone. And they were second guessing that thinking, you know, well, why does he want us to do that? That's stupid. You know, he's trying to play double agent. He's trying to have it both ways. They eventually settled that they're sort of okay with him being a double agent. But I know in the back of their head, they're not really loving it right now, Taryn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I, I feel like, okay, so if if Big Brother Celebrity, I, it's doing pretty well with the ratings. Um, you know, the, the, I've, been, I've been keeping track. They've been posting them on Reddit. Uh, Hamster Watch is always on top of that stuff. It seems like it's doing pretty well, especially that it's up against the Olympics. Uh, so Big Brother Celebrity might come back, but if it doesn't, maybe we can do another spinoff show um, that is Big Brother Great Sex Edition, and it's just the same rules, but no celebrities. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't understand. So you want to have the, like the same format, but which is like regular people? Yeah. Or well, what? It's, I mean, yeah. And why that's not? fine. I, I don't care. But I mean, because these people weren't really. I mean, like besides Omarosa, like everyone was like, my mom's like, who? Like <laughs> 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 could have just been random people. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's random people. <laughs> yeah. I think. Well, I think so, someone brought this up uh, yesterday. I saw it on Twitter or some, somewhere. I saw it uh, that this would be the perfect format for like an all stars version. Because the odds of being able to get a bunch of all-stars to come back uh, for the whole extended season is very, very slim, considering they're all like a lot older now and they have their own lives. Um, But if we could get them for this short amount of time, I think it would be amazing. If it takes a three-week condensed season to get Dr. Will, Dan Giesling. Oh, my God, uh, he literally died. Right? Stand back, he's going to blow. I feel like they might do that. I feel like they might do that. I'm excited just hearing this. (laughs) That would be amazing. That would be transcendent sex edition. Um, all right. <laughs> Too much of my personal life. Um, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we have feeds, by the way. <laughs> yes, the feeds have come back uh, as as we, uh, these roundtables, they're always uh, perfect timing. Right. Uh, <laughs> something important happening uh so uh i've i've been uh i've been reading as you guys have been talking um multitasking i swear i've been listening um so uh, we'll we'll get to the recap of what's happening right now, but let's let's start out. We uh, this is our first uh, roundtable of the season, so we'll do a quick recap of all that we have seen. Um, the game obviously started out with this women's alliance. Uh, Keisha ends up taking the HOH from Shannon. They're targeting uh, James, um, but. Shannon starts to get worried about Keisha and Omarosa's relationship. Keisha starts getting closer with Chuck. Shannon decides she's going to flip the vote, save James, and we've seen we've seen the fallout of that, Brent. Yeah. 
can we talk about that real quick and that decision because I have some thoughts on that. You know, when I was the last time I was here was Friday, and I was talking to with you guys saying, you know, I I really would honestly I wish that we had someone of color to evaluate the situation of what was happening on Big Brother. And I reached somebody reached out to me and I talked with her for a little while. Her name was uh, I was Ami or Amy I can't remember exactly how to pronounce it. it was A M E E. Wonderful lady, African American fan of ours, and uh, she brought up and a really interesting point to me. Well, the, because the question I was asking was, well, you know. Amorosa was a little bit too honest with Shannon and told her that she and Keisha have an unbreakable alliance, that, that, that their alliance is it's more emotional, that it's more cultural, that it goes beyond the, the, the confines of the game. OK, so so there's that. All right. But the real question to ask is, why was Shannon threatened by then in the first place because i don't know how many seasons we've had where we have people who have unbreakable alliances you know like i mean look the last season where there were three different showmances in the house and you knew that like matt's never going to vote against raven and you know cody's never going to vote against jessica and i can't remember who else was there but mark and elena yeah you know what i'm talking about every season there's showmances and Many of those alliances find ways to work with those showmances. They're not threatened by them. It's just sort of taken as a given that those two people will not vote against each other, but it's something you're going to have to deal with later on in the game. All of a sudden, at this point in this game, during the first round, Shannon was so threatened by Amarosa and Keisha's relationship that she decided to flip the script. And in doing so, I think has put herself in real danger now. Uh, so I don't think it was necessarily a good move, but I think like, I guess what I'm asking is, and what I was talking about with this uh, lady was, why was Shannon threatened about it in the first place? I, I feel like that the question should be, why was Shannon threatened about it and not able to work within the confines of what Amarosa had been honest enough to tell her was, this is our relationship. Like, let's work with, I mean, like, she couldn't find a way to work within that, within the confines of the alliance. Like she has a seven person alliance of which Amarosa and Keisha are a part of that, but they're a minority part of that. Uh, no pun intended. They're just like, there are only two people of the seven. You have power over them. Why do you have to deal with that in the first week? It was just nonsensical to me. And I, sorry, I had a bit of a problem with it upon looking at it uh, through a different lens. Well, well, if you're, if you're asking me the question, um, I definitely saw where, where Shannon was coming from in the sense that like, she thought that Omarosa was her final, like, I mean, they made, they had a final two alliance and then Omarosa basically came out and said, actually, I've, I've jumped ship to go with Keisha, which, which tells Shannon, um, like Keisha knows everything then because Keisha, Keisha is now closer to Omarosa than I am. And that was true. Uh, Keisha was actually gunning for Shannon. She was talking uh, about Shannon as a threat and that she, they should potentially target her soon. Um, and um, and then uh, when Omarosa tells Shannon that not only is, is that happening now, but uh, Keisha has already also talked to Chuck and now is like reeling Chuck in. Um, Shannon, obviously, uh, being yeah. the kind of player she is, was like, OK, I need to make a power move. I, I, I'm not where I thought I was in this alliance. Right. I need to re reconfigure things. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's not as clean as I thought it was because on the Friday show, I thought, you know what? Omarosa was a little too honest. She told her some things she shouldn't have. And Shannon was then, you know, obviously threatened by that. And she decided to flip the script. Maybe it wasn't a good move, but that's the reason why she did it. Upon further reflection, I'm like, you know, girl, you couldn't have found a way to work with them within the confines of the of the alliance that you had already established. Like you had to go and flip the entire house and ostracize the person who you had a great relationship with all because you were threatened by this, you know, little twosome relationship over here, which that happens on every season of big brother and big alliances always find a way to work with showmances. It's just, 
it seemed a little bit nonsensical to me in hindsight. And I just want to put that on the table. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so there. <laughs> me, meanwhile, like literally this very minute, Shannon and Omarosa are in a, yeah. a big, big, big <laughs> fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. This is, I don't yeah, understand why they're not going, they need to realize that just picking off the lone person is not going to help in the end. They're just going to be the next person picked off. I feel like we're watching BB 19 all over again when it's like, yeah. Oh, well, I I know we're not, but I'm just saying that it's very reminiscent. It's reminding me of it because it's like they're, they're seeing the limp deer and they're like, okay, the easiest thing is just to pick off this one person, but they don't realize that the next limp deer could be them. Yeah. But um, honey, you have to consider though that Shannon threw her, I mean, her, she threw her entire alliance away to save James, the guy she was wanting out so hard that she spelled a 16 letter word during the beat competition. The thing is, is I'm not saying that Brandy and Ari are making their own choice. I'm saying people like Omarosa and people like Mark or Ross or people like that might be making the wrong choice because they are isolated by themselves. Why are they now ganging up to like join in the big group? They're ganging up on Shannon when they shouldn't be doing that. They should be joining the smaller people that the people by themselves should be joining together to go against the big power. I don't yeah. understand why they're not seeing that Brandy and Ari have so much power. Well, I mean, the, I think the, I, my my response to that would be that they still have power this week. Like she just made nominations. And if you piss her off and try to go behind her back this week, you could find yourself on the block as a backdoor target. Like if Frost decides to, you know what, I think that Ari and, and, and uh, Brandy have too much power this week. Like he could literally go home on Friday if he tries yeah. to pull something. But so I, don't I feel think like they should be doing anything yet. I'm thinking right. like play veto and figure it out but don't get into big arguments with shannon and cut off all chances of working with with her well i feel I like this feel is bound like, to happen like i mean i was just going to say to uh taryn like so you were thinking that shannon was giving up huh yeah <laughs> like i mean i knew that wasn't gonna happen like she she was just she had to have a little bit of cry bbi this time to herself say i'm like eh, i didn't want to win anyway you know and then I like the minute she's nominated getting, she i don't know why amorosa and shannon are are getting into it because it's not about them it's oh yeah, about- it's not about them. Yeah, they've done. They've su- I agree with. You. I agree with that. They've successfully uh, snowed everybody uh, to think that it's about them, and it's really not about them. It's about Ari and Brandy and the people that it could actually win the game at this point. It, yeah, exactly. I just don't. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, and I, I will say uh, about uh, regarding Shannon. Um, I, she's she's arguing right now because she has found out about the fact that, uh, or she actually she just got nominated. Um, so. Uh, she's arguing like I didn't betray anyone like uh, and and it's true like from Shannon's perspective and from the reality's perspective um, I don't think Brandy realizes this but Brandy was making things up and lying about Shannon and I think either she believes her own lies at this point or she's just uh, like pushing really hard or she genuinely was paranoid and thought it was true but uh, but Shannon's right like Shannon uh, she made the flip with a bunch of people and then she was true to those people and hasn't really been doing anything since then. Uh, but according to everyone else, she has been all over the place making all sorts of crazy deals since then. That's the problem, though. She hasn't been doing anything else. She's right. been hanging out with James and uh, Mark and, you know, talking about her vegan practices or whatever. I seen Nitz t- tweeted that earlier. I can't remember what she said exactly, but she's been she's been doing nothing. She's been hanging out with them. She's been sacrificing the relationships and the bonds that she made with the people that she intended to flip with during in the first week in the first place so i mean like all those people that she flipped with she hasn't really been hanging out with them anymore so of course they're going to be talking about her especially after she spelled a 16 letter word during the veto competition we haven't even talked about that that was just so stupid 
so stupid. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really pissed about that. Like, you, you, you can't, you know, like, gander at other people's what they've got on the rack and notice that, you know, Chuck has like four letters up there. I mean, you, that might, you might want to take that into consideration. And why does she have to win the veto in the first place, mm-hmm. Taryn? Why yeah, does she have no. to? She didn't have to win the veto. She didn't have to win the HOH competition. She didn't do any of those things. She did them in order to benefit her alliance, the alliance, the same alliance that she realized was not in her best interest by the end of the week and flipped on. Um, So it it was a very poor decision. Uh, okay, the one, the one thing. Oh shoot, I lost my mic. The one thing I want to tell you guys is that um, the the one thing that I feel like gets lost during this whole thing when we're talking about James and Shannon is I feel like that even though James is a total weasel. Like he's actually been true and wanting to be true to the people that he made a deal with. Like, I mean, you guys can come for me if you think I'm wrong, but I feel like of the people in the house, I feel like he's the most honest in wanting a final two partner, a final four partner uh, partners. You know, I feel like that he's been the most honest about, you know, his intentions. And I, I do feel like he would have stayed true to the Marissa and Ross and Shannon final four deal. And, and I hear what Melissa is saying that he jumped ship, but that's only after Ross was basically honest with him and said, look, it's going to be the two of you going up and that's just how it's going to be. So- no, I did think he wanted to stay true to it. I definitely yeah, I do. do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think that he's, he, I'm totally impressed by him. I think he's, you know, doing a great job. And I think that he's recognizing when he gets little hints of things, he's starting to figure out what's going on. Um, and his conversation with Shannon earlier today was really, um, enlightening. And I thought that it, it really made me come around on him for sure. I th- I think that he is playing the game and he's doing a good job. Um, unfortunately he was just put in a bad position where no one wants to be his friend. And so, you know, now he's kind of struggling from the bottom and trying to make his way up. Um, Again, yep. But I will say to all, I mean, in terms of the feeds right now, to all their credit, they're all just sitting on the beds and they're calmly, discussing it there's not like yelling or all this like i just feel like it's very low-key which i like a lot i but i know a lot of people love the drama of it but i do like that they're being more mature about it than they normally are on big brother well shannon did just start crying um but crying doesn't mean (laughs) immature i cry all the time like literally every day and i'm very mature every day (laughs) I, I can't that. help it if I see a picture of like a cute dog <laughs> it's just a cute dog not even like a cute dog in distress well maybe like a cute dog behind like bars at a shelter I'll <laughs> okay. give you that it's probably like a little more nuanced than just a cute dog but good, still good to know um yeah I know I feel like James is a little bit like a Caleb from Big Brother 16 he's that kind of guy where he's just like he's he he can afford to be very loyal because in his mind he will win if he makes it to the end. In his mind, he is awesome and uh, he can do great things. And so all he needs is is a, a group of loyal people to be loyal to yep. and they can gun their way to the end. Um, and that's a, that's a valuable player if you can recognize that, especially if he's good at competitions, he'll be a target in front of you. Um, but, you know, uh, things happen. They don't seem to realize it. Um, Anyway, uh, moving forward, as we've talked about, Shannon becomes a big target. Ross wins the HOH and Brandy and Ari rise to secret power. They have convinced Ross that he needs to take a shot at Shannon, even though he almost definitely shouldn't. Uh, he is about to when Nikisha decides she wants to go home. And uh, and that's where we left off last night. Uh, any any thoughts about that elimination cycle, Brent? 
Uh, I think that uh, Keisha's uh, pump breaking probably saved Ross from making a horrible move. I feel like Ross is in a much better position today as it mm-hmm. currently stands than he would have if Shannon would have already gone home last night. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because because now Ari and Brandy are having to do the dirty work. Yes. And as we'll talk about later, uh, Ross is able to play the middle a bit here. Um, I don't know how that will work. I, I, I still think this was a huge hit on his uh, jury potential in the final two. The wishy-washiness, the, uh, the underhandedness, not getting to take credit for things. But in terms of actual gameplay here, uh, definitely a saving grace. Yeah, because it would have been a baller move, like on on Monday's live show for that veto to happen. Because Shannon, like Shannon, even, didn't even see it coming. Like she went, like after the veto took place, she was like the first person to go back inside where they're all still chatting outside, trying to make a deal. You know, I'm like, girl, get back out there. Like if I was on Big Brother, just let this be said. If you're on Big Brother, don't be the first person to go back inside on the double evictions. Stay out there because that's where the whole Netta versus. Uh, uh, Ica thing happened on uh, Big Brother Five, like mm-hmm. where the you know like everyone's walking back inside, and then there's a, a little stuff happening back here. You know, like you got to make sure that you watch everybody's conversations during those. And if, so it's like she didn't even see it coming. And if nobody's talking strategy with you, there is a reason behind it. That, that is means not talking just, about you. Yeah, that's not just random. That's not just oh, this is clearly just an easy week. That means that there's a reason why nobody wants to talk strategy with you because you are not involved in the strategy. If the strategy is based on getting you out. So like, I feel like this week, Shannon just kind of sat back and been like, like you guys were talking on the update this morning about how it's like the reverse of the good strategy where you like sit back in the beginning and then gun and play hard. But she like played really hard and now she's trying to, to reverse and just sit back and it's just not possible. It's you just can't not possible. unring that bell. Yeah, exactly. So she needed to keep going and needed to make sure she inserted herself in every single conversation when really she thought that she just assumed that Marissa and Ross would be, you know, fighting for her. And they clearly were not. So she needed to get in there. And I just felt like she was spending too much time downstairs when and all of the talk was upstairs. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Taryn, but as, as the feeds are happening right now, uh, Shannon is still not aware of the fact that Ross is not in her corner. I feel like she's falling prey to like the trust the gay kind of thing, where it's like, you know, oh, the gay guy, he would never be so cute. He would never lie to me. Like, I mean, like, but no, Ross, like, he's bad for you. Bad, Shannon. <laughs> like, you don't, don't trust him. He, he, he doesn't have your best interest at heart. He was going to kill you during the last eviction and you dodged a bullet and you didn't even know it. So, uh, don't you feel like that's a bit of a problem from, uh, her, uh, the way she looks at the game board? Yeah, and I mean, she's been told in this uh, this argument slash fight slash cry session um, that uh, that it was everyone. Um, you know, it wasn't just Ari; it was every. And she was told explicitly if anyone else had won the HOH, they would have done the same thing, apart from maybe James. Um, and so she's basically been told the truth. Who knows how much of that will stick after this conversation? But okay. she was definitely trusting Ross for far too long. Um, when she was talking with James about it, they, they were basically saying like. Well, they can't, they don't have the numbers to do this unless they have Ross and Marissa on their side. And if that's true, then we're screwed. Right. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, again, really quickly, the- I just want to talk about Ari and uh, Brandy because they have been the two biggest revelations on this season for me. And I'm really, really pleased to see it. Yeah. I really thought that both of them were just total filler. Like, you know, they're just going to be like easy, like model boots that go home during week two or something. But mm-hmm. they have been hungry and, 
they've been willing to lie and they don't seem to have any scruples about them. And it's really, really fun to watch people who are hungry for the money. And uh, I really feel like, again, that's a big deal. I know I talked about it on the show with Rob, but, you know, like the fact that the, the money's going to the celebrities, it's actually a pot of money at the end that you can win. I feel like it's a big deal. Everybody wants to win it. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, I feel I feel like I want to make sure that um, people who are just watching the edit, even though it started to give them a little bit of credit, I want to make sure that uh, because the jury has kind of come out to social media. And, uh, you know, if 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 we have any say in this, I want people to know that Ari and Brandy are doing good work. Ari, uh, I think, um, is 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 playing very, very well subtly. Uh, she's coming up with a lot of good ideas. Um, she uh, she is, is very persuasive in her own right. And then Brandy. Uh, is the perfect counter to that because she's very aggressive. Um, she's able to like implement a lot of ideas and uh, and like pummel people into submission. Um, so uh, I, I hope that there's not a single person who's going to be on the jury that thinks these two haven't played very hard because they're playing hard and they're playing well. Yep, yep, yep. By the way, yeah. Shannon said on the feeds just now, and they said in the chat room that she will she will never love Big Brother again. Mm-hmm. And this has absolutely changed her, and she's got crybabyitis so again. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's so sad. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I do really like the way everyone's treating her right now, which is not to be like, like to isolate her and just leave her alone. They're all telling her, look, we really like you as a person. Like, you know that we have to get out you out. You're a big threat, da, da, da. And, and I like that they're comforting her rather than just being like, okay, we're, she's, you know, we're isolating her. She's right. leaving. Like, don't speak to her or else you're the next target. I really like the fact that people aren't behaving so poorly like they've done for the past couple seasons. So, so I, I can tell that's really an issue with you, isn't it? It totally is. And no, it really is. You can <laughs> she cries at puppies. Know, but it's sad. It, it's heartbreaking. So it's really nice to see people, you know, I mean, it could just be for you know, the optics of it and to be like, Hey, we go, uh, everyone, we're good people. But I really think that, that this is genuine and I like it. And I, and I will say that like, while I'm sad for Shannon and while I want Shannon to, to fight and I want her to stay in the game, I, it's not because I like her over Brandy or Ari. I think Brandy and Ari are doing amazing work. I think they're doing a really great job. Um, but, you know, I don't like to see a steamroll and I love it when people are in power one week and then the next week they're out of power and the next week they're in power. And so I, I'm hoping that Shannon can stay and James can stay because I feel like they're really strong competitors. It is interesting to me to see how impacted these players are with such a shortened game because we normally see these people trapped away in this house for a hundred days and you know we get mental breakdowns occasionally and we're like yeah it's kind of understandable they're in they're locked in this traumatic experience um but we're seeing a lot of people really break down this season uh either wanting to go home or we're seeing shannon right now just like completely devastated about this even though it's only been about a week um and i don't know like is there something about the condensed format that makes it more intense or is it just because these are these are celebrities and they're not used to this kind of thing um i, I don't know what, what do you guys think yeah it it definitely seems like it's potentially even more emotional and more stressful because things are changing so quickly and there's not a lot of downtime to just hang out um and and just like recover after whatever event just happened it's basically like all right so now we're doing hoh all right now we're doing nominations all right now veto all right now someone's gone like it's just happening so quickly and i don't think they're having 
and a lot of time to just gather themselves and recover. Yeah, I feel um, like that's where most of the stuff happens that Melissa is talking about. You know, the ostracization of, of of some of the castmates when they're being obviously targeted for eviction is is during the downtime during like the Monday Tuesday. Wednesday when we're sitting here having the round table and people get into fights because there's nothing else to be the veto's already been played we already know what's going to be happening and now it's just an awkward situation where it basically it's like the dead are among you you know it's like the walking dead and there's like they're literally walkers who are there because you know they're going to be eliminated but they're still here and we want to get rid of them uh, so uh i feel like that that's the reason why this season has been a little bit more uh interesting and fun and manic is because it's just moving at such a fast pace i mean it's literally full steam ahead you know, once uh, HOH veto happens, just boom, 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 eviction. Okay, we need a new HOH, nominations, and we're off to the races again. That's why I mean. I mean, like, uh, Taryn, the whole thing that we were talking about with uh, Amorosa and Shannon during week one, I mean, that feels like a million years ago. Yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. does. And it was less than a week. Normally, yeah. we're talking about one week on this podcast. And right now, we have to talk about two separate eliminations. And it hasn't even been one full week uh, that we've had feeds at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's going fast. And uh, before we know it, it's going to be over. Um, but yeah, so Ariadna ends up winning the next HOH after Keisha uh, quits. I think I think quits fair. She quits. Um, uh, or medical and, medical pull whatever. Yeah. Um, and, Don't come for me, people. <laughs> so, so she immediately wants to uh, target James and Shannon. She wants to put them up on the block. Uh, she had some other ideas. They discussed some things. Ross suggested putting up Omarosa and Meta, and then backdooring one of them, which was very sketchy. Why did you do that, Ross? Um, just furthering this idea that you're playing both sides and that you want to play it safe and um, not not a good look for the final two if you get there and also not a good look to the people currently in power um, because I'm reading right now also that Shannon is now talking about how, oh, it was Ross's idea to form a final four with me and James. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's oh it's sketchy, Ross. It's, got, it's shady boots. Shady boots. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Shannon and James this morning started to figure it out. They started to realize, I think we might be in trouble here. Shannon says, said, I was told before coming in here that if people can't look you in the eye, it means they're coming for you. And Marissa hasn't been able to look me in the eye. And uh, some other people haven't been able to look me in the eye. I think we might be getting targeted. And that's when they were talking about like, well, if Ross and Marissa are still on our side, we would be okay. But we don't know if that's the case anymore. Um, And so they tried to do some work um shannon tried to talk with ari but um brandy in particular spearheaded a movement to keep ari from being in a room alone with shannon um and so shannon wasn't able to talk to her all day uh she tried to get ross to go in and do some work for her ross is trying still trying to play both sides uh he had a conversation with um with brandy and ari about like is it okay that i'm playing both sides right now and they were like as long as you confirm to us that you're with us and not with them, then okay. And he was like, I confirm. And they're like, good, we wanted you to do it for the cameras. And I think I think this is an important note because again, they're going to get to watch this stuff when they get home. So like holding someone to their word and holding your jury vote uh, hostage with it, I think is something that we're going to see a lot uh, over the course of the season. Um, and, and and I think that's because you'll get to go home and see if if they were lying or not. 
Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Uh, I'm not so sure that this is a great idea for Ari and Brandy, though. I, 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 they, they were able to talk amongst themselves and, and figure out, well, it's good that he's a double agent because then if the worst case scenario happens and like Shannon goes home and James wins HOH next week, he can get James to target Omarosa. And I'm like, you guys are smoking crack if you think that that's like, it's actually what's going to happen. Like he doesn't like no one's talking about Omarosa anymore except for Shannon. But like literally no one else is talking about Amorosa. They don't fear her. She can't win anything. They're, they're not scared of her. They will be scared of Ari and Brandy, though, if they pull up this power move. If James wins HOH next week and you let Ross continue to be a double agent, Ross is going to be sitting pretty and you're going to be in danger. So I feel like it's good. And I, and I haven't, it's hard to be able to watch the feeds and be with you guys at the same time, but that they had everybody in a room saying, you know, this was everyone's idea and that Shannon's, you know, outing what's happening with Ross because he, if you're with Ross, you shouldn't want him to be able to be a double agent because if he's a double agent, then that means that you're not the double agent and you need to be. So this is like what we have. We talked about last season with Paul, the fact that everybody was totally willing to let Paul be double agent with everybody. And they always thought, well, well, that's the fake deal. We have the real deal. Well, you don't know that because you're not the one with the power. Well, here, here's the, the potential positive of letting him sort of hang in the middle there is that if you have confidence that you can out him under the necessary circumstances, then it puts you in a place where not only can you make him the boogeyman to people like Omarosa, like, oh, now that Shannon is gone, Ross is the one that's been playing both sides. He's the one that had the true power. He Maybe we should have gotten rid of Ross instead of Shannon. He was the real threat. Um, and then if Shannon, if, if James or that side wins, you can go to James and be like, well, wait a minute. Ross told us all this stuff about you and Shannon. Ross has been Ross is the one pushing to nominate you and Shannon. Right. Um, you can make him out to be the boogeyman if you're good enough. And I think they're good enough. I just don't know if they will uh, think of it in those terms. That's um, so scary, though. I would be scared of that. I don't know if I'd be able to pull that off and hold my, and, and stay my hand. You know, Melissa, where right. you, you know that you can like, I mean, to willingly allow somebody to not be in danger when you yourself are in danger. And place your hopes on the fact that, well, if the worst case scenario happens, then I know that I can talk my way out of it. You may not even get a chance to talk with them. It may be a double eviction. It may be a live eviction, you know? So I feel like that that's really dicey. Yeah. I don't think anyone should feel comfortable with that after seeing last season. So yeah, I, agree. I don't, well, well, last season was a little different because it was Paul, uh, who was the one that <laughs> had like all uh, of the relationships. Honestly, just even thinking about it, just, yeah, it just brings, uh, <laughs> it brings back horrible feelings. Yeah. Like I just have a pit in my stomach. Yeah. But you're right, like the, in the condensed season, you might not have enough time to do anything. So you really need to make sure you're positioned. And uh, and also like to what you were saying, uh, Melissa, where it's just like if there's a double eviction type scenario or live veto eviction, whatever it is, um, you should never, never walk back to that couch and wait. You no. should be wherever there's game talk. And if they go, hey, can we have a minute? Be like, yeah, just one sec. And stay there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't leave them because, you know, at the very least, then they'll just start openly talking about how they're targeting you and you get to rebut and and offer your piece and try Um, to switch it. And you mean, five minutes, 10 minutes isn't a lot of time, but give me five minutes after somebody comes for me and I'll I'll tell all your secrets, honey. (laughs) Yeah. and, and, And like best case scenario, they just feel like they can't do it in front of you so much that they don't discuss it and they go with some other plan. And that's totally possible in the moment because people are freaking out and they're nervous and they're 
they just want to get things done with and right. So um, you just you need to be involved, uh, regardless of even if you don't think you're in danger, just like just be there because people aren't going to be that pushy that they're like, uh, I mean, I think it's it might have happened a few times where somebody's been literally like pushed out of the situation. But uh, you, you got to fight for it. You just got to go for it. Yeah, we have an Audrey never... sighting, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, she, the blanket is coming. Blanket. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more about Shannon's chances here. Uh, she has been nominated, as we've been uh, talking about, as it's been happening, as we've been speaking. Uh, she's been full on tear mode. I don't love Big Brother anymore. I don't want to fight anymore. Um, does Shannon have any hope? to stay in this game apart from potentially winning a veto. Melissa, what do you think? You're saying if she doesn't win the veto? Yeah. Like, does she have any chance to turn this around and, and save herself uh, other than, other than just winning the competition? I think it's possible. I don't think it's, it's an absolute no, but I think it would have to have something to do with a big blow up uh, with Omarosa or a big, you know, reveal of someone working with someone else that they didn't know about. I just feel like it's very slim if she doesn't win the veto. Um, but there is some sort of chance, but I think it depends a lot on outside factors, not necessarily something that Shannon could do, unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like that uh, she should maybe shot her water already because she should have saved that whole, like Ross and uh, Marissa made a deal with me and James for if she didn't win the veto, then maybe she could get Ross targeted somehow, maybe get him up on the block, maybe cause some commotion, but now they all know about it already. And it's going to be old news by the time the veto happens and the, in the veto ceremony happens. So, I mean, again, I don't feel like Omarosa is the play here. I feel like, Ross and Marissa is the play because that's the most obvious power coupling besides Ari and Brandy and besides Shannon and James at this point. And they have their hands in everybody. They've been involved in everything and he's double agenting all over the place. I, 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 you know, he's not, he's no slouch in the comp department. I feel like that. Uh, and, and I know that that was thrown to him, but he's still a super fan. So, you know, out him as a super fan and say, look, I think he's a bigger target than me. I'm, I'm the obvious target. No one will ever let me get to the end. Him, he's going to be in the shadows. He's going to be everybody's best friend. He's the one you need to be afraid of. So that's my, right. that's my pitch. Here, here's, here's my plan for Shannon, right? Blanket uh, the rest of the three days. Blanket all the way until Friday. Don't say a word to, to basically anyone except for James. Talk to James. Give James advice. James, I know that they're going to be voting me out. Uh, I want to help you set up your game once I'm gone. You should be talking to Ross. You should be trying to make a deal with Ross. Get in with them. He's the one that's in power. Get James okay. to be talking with people. Ha have people see James and Ross together. Make them nervous the same way people were nervous about Keisha and Chuck. Um, meanwhile, you're just sitting around doing nothing, crying, saying you, you don't want to be here anymore. Um, you might okay. be able to do enough to convince Brandy and Ari and Omarosa and them to be like, hmm, maybe James is the bigger threat here. Maybe we need to take a James out instead of Shannon. I like it. I like it. I like, I like my plan better, but yeah. <laughs> I think that if she also gets James talking with Ross a lot, like mm -hmm. privately, I think that then that's another potential argument is, is, you know, look at Ross, Ross and James are working together, get Ross up on the block, take me down, whatever you need to do. Like, you know, there's the potential to get Ross on their radar. Right. It depends on where the, it depends on where the veto falls. If the veto falls within somebody who like, you know, 
where it's you know James or somebody where then obviously you can possibly get Ross up on the block. But if somebody like Ross or you know Marissa wins the veto, then obviously you're going to have to target James. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, Vader Curl in the chat uh, reminds: uh, wasn't James the only one to talk to Audrey when Audrey was playing? <laughs> yes that's true remember james uh james was the one that would talk to audrey when she was blanketing she was she she was the one that told him about the whole uh big alliance that was going on and he uh went to meg with it and meg didn't believe it didn't he make her a sandwich or something yep yep he made her food (laughs) (laughs) i vaguely remember that um all right so let's move on to to james so james in this situation looking like he's probably going to stay unless uh you know unless shannon pulls something off with the veto or does some crazy uh work in the house uh he'll probably stay here does he have a shot to recover um because with uh i almost called her vanessa with shannon gone um James will be a little less threatening at the very least. They still kind of connect him to Mark, um, even though that's not a solid connection. Uh, but he will be less threatening than before. And uh, will, do, you, do uh, and and Ross, I think, will still look a little dangerous for playing both sides. Do we think that James can recover from this, Melissa? I think it's possible. I think that uh, other people are probably going to emerge as bigger threats once he's completely disconnected from Shannon and from basically everyone else. I think that there's going to be other people that become the new targets. And I think that once he's by himself, they're not really going to care about him that much. Yeah. I feel like he needs to just continue to be by himself as much as possible. Um, continue to work out, look pretty. And for God's sake, stay away from Brandy. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> of the things that he needs to not do. Do not annoy Brandy because she just does not like him. What, for, for any reason whatsoever, uh, their their little banter back and forth is actually very fun. I love her shading him. It's very I live for it. But uh, he needs to stay away from her. So just be continue to be nice, non threatening, just smile. And you know he's a generally amiable guy. So I feel like he can pull it off. All right. How do we feel about Brandy and Ari? Uh, Ari is ultimately making this move. Um, Is this a good thing for their game? Obviously, they do need to take a shot at Shannon uh, and James. They were going to be loyal to Ross and Marissa, but having to be the ones to do it is definitely not as ideal as having Ross take out his own alliance. Um, But I mean, so this isn't the best case scenario, but do we still think they're, they're okay in general, Brent? Yeah, and they have the advantage of looking sort of non-threatening. And I don't know exactly all the mechanics of the HOH competition and how she won it. At first, it sounded really physical. Then it just sounded like golf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I don't know exactly how hard she had to work to get this HOH competition. But having said that, if it was sort of a luck-based competition where you know you hit the golf ball and it lands in a, a, you know, a number somewhere and the highest number wins, uh, then I think that they'll be okay. No one's really going to come for them. And uh, I don't... like. Brandy just has this way about her where she's a, she's a better than average big brother player, but she also drinks <laughs> and she uh, just has a sort of unseriousness about her that I feel like is very disarming. And Ari as well is uh, it's easy to look at her like, well, she's the young, you know, model who doesn't know anything about the game and we don't really need to worry about her. Obviously Marissa and uh, Ross and like Mark and James are the bigger threat. So I still feel like they're really going to do okay. I really see one of them in the final two. It's probably going to be Brandy because I drafted her. Uh, But uh, beyond that, I feel like that uh, they'll do great. 
Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. you're in a good spot. There's something there's something really rewarding about how they are playing a bit of a more simple game. They are, you know, uh, single minded. They uh, they're like, we need to take a shot at Shannon and James. We need to take a shot at Shannon and James. They're not indecisive about it. They're not even very deceptive about it. Um, they're just they're trying to push the pieces in the right place without really pissing people off too much. And I think especially in a game where the people are going to be able to go home and watch it afterward, this is going to come across in the best possible possible light because Mm -hmm. you know they weren't involved in that final four alliance they should have been coming after those people sure they were in the final seven alliance but when you're the three outside of the final four then you have a right to take a shot there um and i I, shannon can't really be mad at them for taking a shot she's more mad at ross and marissa because they were the ones in a final four um so just the fact that they there's like there's an honesty to the game they're playing, even though it is a manipulative and somewhat dishonest game that I think will really help them, um, especially in this format. And it's been a while since we've seen this format, but like, uh, you know, it really does change the perception a bit, especially with the jury. And we've seen uh, both of the people that have come out of the house so far, uh, Chuck and Keisha. Chuck has basically said, uh I'm voting for Omarosa first because she was the only one to give me her vote. Um, and then, and then maybe Meta because he screwed it up. Um, like he cares about who is, who is loyal to him because he can check objectively and see this person was loyal to me. This person wasn't. Um, and then we see Keisha come out of the house. She's super pissed at Shannon. Now this seems like it's going to be a, a, a somewhat embittered jury. Um, and I think that, that uh, especially Brandy and Ari are going to benefit from that. You know, uh, I just have to say that the, the my 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 worst nightmare is the fact that the the two people who have been eliminated so far on the jury are clear Amarosa votes, yeah. <laughs> and, and no one and and no one is really talking about her at this point. I mean, sure, Shannon got into a little tiff with her, but beyond that, no one no one is threatened by her at all. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say this, given that it's Amarosa, because you really can't sleep on her, and you never know what she's going to do. But I really see her going to the final five. Uh, at the very least, and uh, you know, you might be happy that you got that dumped on you. Then I open up a big <laughs> mouth, Taryn. <laughs> you can't, you can't knock the basics, right? Like Omarosa is just a like she is a manipulative person in she general. Really is. She, she knows the basics, yeah. and so when she has a little bit of an asthma attack, and if, <laughs> if she played it up, uh, then like it was very effective. People are not threatened by her in competitions at all yeah which is, doesn't make any sense i just feel <laughs> like it's like okay she had like an asthma attack and now all of a sudden there's not seeing her as a threat at all and even mark was saying like oh i view her as a joke like are you serious this is omarosa we're talking about she's yeah. really really good she's so calculating and and then like pissing people off to the point where people are oh well they she they wouldn't vote for her in the jury but also there's a there's a tinge to what she's saying about the optics where you know it's probably going to scare some people uh, in the final two if 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 they're voting between Omarosa and and James then uh, and, and Omarosa says if you don't vote for me you're racist uh, I'm sure these people who are very conscious about their image might be a little concerned about that and they might that might be another thing that that them to vote for Omar. like she will use anything in her arsenal and i think they really are um well, 
really they're not right. looking at how dangerous she is i don't think she would ever say something like that i do well, think, not, though, not that i know i know I, I do think though she would like use a different spin on that and mm. it's not below her to say something like you know i think it would be great on the first season of celebrity big brother <laughs> yeah. to have an african-american woman take this home she will she, me. you know like absolutely pointed out at every oh. opportunity yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it and, and I, I could see it working i i really could i think that um you know people i think even even the commentators right now like we are underestimating what she was able to do where she sure she really screwed it up that first week she turned shannon against her um but she has completely turned it around again she's nowhere on anybody's radar yet and i don't think she will be on anyone's radar yet uh and i i think that's pretty impressive because i do think she did a lot of active work to make that happen i think especially because keisha went home now she's not viewed as a, as a pair. So right. I think that totally helps her because she's just a free agent, just not super involved, just kind of not very skilled with competitions because of her asthma. So she's, they, they just don't see her as a threat because now she's not really involved in anything. And I have a feeling she's going to just kind of yeah. get her she way to the end. It. The one yeah. thing I do worry about is that she is sort of the like lone wolf and she doesn't really have any alliance whatsoever, any friendships whatsoever. So if ever it comes up to like a really fast, like a double eviction, I do worry about her during a double eviction. Oftentimes you go for like the least resistive, uh, you know, uh, a play during a double eviction where that's, that's going to make piss nobody off because the pressure's on you. You're on live TV and you don't want to piss anybody off. And so you just make the easy, the quote unquote, easy move. And I think the easy move would be just like getting rid of Omarosa at this point. Cause she doesn't have any friends in the house. No, 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 no true alliance partners. And, and also in terms of the edit, she is in a perfect spot because she doesn't have any true allegiances. She is a, a an underdog right now. And so she gets to take the Dr. Will Big Brother 2 spot and just criticize everyone. Look how terrible they're being. Look how self-righteous they are. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting here doing my best to survive. And it's like she could end up with a as good an edit as I think Omarosa can get. Um, obviously, she's entertaining in the first place. And that could also help. her. I mean, could you imagine? the the winner of big brother celebrity edition omarosa i can see it i can see it now i couldn't see it before though and like uh, the next big brother uh winner rankings uh where do we place omarosa oh God, please stop yeah i never thought that i'd be talking about omarosa in the middle of a big brother conversation like i never thought those two would meet and now now they have so mm. yeah all right. Uh, so let's do a quick uh, stock watch. We're not going to do anything too crazy here. We're just going to run down uh, the players and get a general sense of how we think they're doing at the moment. Uh, we'll do a more in-depth stock watch system uh, for seasons with more than two podcasts about them. Um, so let's start with Shannon. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm, I think we're pretty down on Shannon. She's probably uh, out the door this week, right, Brent? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that she can really do. I feel like, well, I take that back. There, there are there are things that she can do. I feel like a, both of them are a little bit Hail, Hail Mary esque, and that's a bit of a problem. Having said that, it's not over till it's over. She still has a veto in front of her, and the house changes at a mile a minute. I would sell though here. Yeah, Marissa. <laughs> Marissa. Oh my God, you're it, Marissa. You're fired from this podcast. Uh, no, I was asking you what you thought about Marissa. What are I'm you talking sure about? You oh, that's a lie. Marissa was the that's next person on the list. From Shannon to Marissa with no analysis from you or me. Well, look, I said we were going to go fast. Well, you said we were going to go fast, so maybe I can buy it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. 
All right, fine. We'll talk about Marissa if that's what you want. You can talk about who are we talking about? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, now that now that we're talking about this, you might as well talk about Shannon, I guess. Right. Listen. Yeah. Well, let's just go back a yeah. little bit. Talk about Shannon. Um, yeah, no, I don't think Shannon. I mean, it, we really have to wait and see until after the veto. But um, at this point, it's just not looking likely unless she unless she wins the veto. She, she needs the two first. She needs to win the veto and then she needs to win HOH to, to create a new power dynamic in the house. And yeah. I don't know if that would work, but she needs to out everybody's secrets, get everybody turning against each other and just fall back into the background. If she, but it's it's so not possible for Shannon. But then again, she did sort of do that during week two, even though she was going to be targeted. She was very much not a part of the storyline during week two. Yeah. Uh, so how do we feel about James? Um, I do, well, I do think he can recover. I'm also still pretty out on his chances. He could very easily leave this week if Shannon wins the veto uh, or something flips. And, they ain't voting for him. They ain't yeah. voting for him. Nope, nope, nope. If we're talking about a winner, I mean, I'll buy his chances in the game currently as to, to advance a few weeks, but uh, I, I, I think there's no way he wins the game. Uh, yeah. O- overall, I don't think his chances are, are, are too great. So I would I would sell. I would sell on James. I think he's, I think he's impressing me. Um, and I think that he, I thought he was out like first week and then he wasn't. And, you know, I could see him continuing on. I could see him just flying under the radar because once he loses all his allies, who cares about him? And I could see him then teaming up with Mark or someone else who's outside of the group and, you know, going, going the distance. So I, I'm not totally out on him yet. I know. Yeah, I, I know, know why. I know why Melissa likes James. It's because he is like a puppy, and he's in yeah. the Big Brother house. It's just like a cage. He is. He's yeah. a sad puppy. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> uh, the one thing, uh, his his problem is the fact that he's always on Brandy's weight radar. So I don't know if there's ever a way for him to get completely off the radar. In so far as the people that have power in the house, and Brandy is obviously the epicenter of power at this point. All right, let's talk about Ari. Uh, we we talked about them in their current position, Ari and Brandy. Um, I'm I'm buying uh, I'm buying Ari. I think she is in a, a good spot. I think she might have a little more difficulty winning a jury vote than Brandy at the moment, but Brandy is more likely to uh, to blow up her own spot and piss people off. So um, I think it's pretty pretty even between them at the moment, and uh, I'm I'm pretty high on Ari. Yeah, I'm, I also yeah, think I'm she, buying both Brandy and Ari. I, I I think that she could also go the route that you know I uh, was crowned the winner of uh, Miss Universe and they took it away from me. Please let me be the winner of Big Brother. You know, I, I, like this would be this would mean so much to me to actually win something and not have it taken away from me. Like I hope that she's smart enough to use that because that that's something that celebs like. I feel like it's very it's very in the uh, in the buzz kind of thing that you would think about and that would be a nice hook as as far as the ending of the story goes. Uh, but I you know if this was on on um, like uh, Jim Cramer on like CNBC, I would hit the button and be like, bye, 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 bye. Because I love Ari's chances in this game. I think that she's just pissed no one off. She's the beta to the alpha of Brandy. And I think that the beta, the, the assistant coach, the Ethan to the Lex always is the person who gets to the end. Yeah, she she's kind of like the Jason to uh, the Danielle of of Brandy, um, and she's she's the nice one who's still cutthroat enough uh, to make to make moves. And uh, if they want to re- reward how uh, sweet she is while also being very strong, then um, I think she's got some great chances. And of course, Brandy also I think is a buy here. Um, we're, we're talking about both of them. Uh, she's like the other side of the coin. If they decide to reward more aggressive uh, gameplay, then uh, we could see Brandy end up winning this game. And that would not surprise me either, Brent. Yep. All right, moving on. 
<laughs> okay. Um, next up, we've got Ross, uh, who is he's playing well uh, in some places. He's got a lot of connections. He's playing both sides. But ever since he won HOH, it seems like he's been on the downhill. I still wouldn't count him out yet, though. Uh, things could shift easily shift back into his favor. So I would I'm, I'm going to hold on Ross at the moment. I'm not ready to sell him quite yet uh, or or buy him. I think he's in a, a, a middle position here, Melissa. Yeah, I think that he's in a very tenuous position right now because he's working with everyone. And I mean, I guess now Shannon knows that he's not really on her side, but I just don't, I don't see this working well for him. And the fact that he was so wishy-washy this past week, it just doesn't bode well moving forward. And I don't think people will be able to trust him. I mean, today, even today, they were like, why is he proposing that we put Amorosa and Meta up on the block? Like, why is he going against our plan? Like, what's going on? He's acting so weird. So the fact that they're already saying that, like, I don't think it bodes well for him, but I don't think he's totally out yet. Yeah, I don't think he can help himself. That's the problem. He, he's like Shannon. He can't help himself from gaming so much to the point where he, you know, tips off other people to the fact that he's been gaming a lot and they're obviously going to take a closer look at him. So I would sell Ross at this point, much to my chagrin. Yes. Uh, next, we've got Marissa. And I feel like Marissa could be the Lisa to the James and Danielle of Ari and Brandy. I think Marissa is in a pretty good spot in the sense that uh, I think uh, Ross will go home ahead of her almost 100% of the time. And she is still in pretty good with Mar uh, with Ari and Brandy. Um, she's probably the closest person to them at the moment. Um, and she also is she, like, nobody sees her as a threat. Nobody's targeting her. She has, she's essentially where Ross should be in terms of her relationships with everyone. So I'm pretty high on Marissa. I'm going to buy her. Yep. Yeah, no, I like her too. Me, I like her too. She's she's definitely a little shit. I'll say that. She's willing to threat. <laughs> she's really willing to throw anybody under the bus, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> yes, uh, we were just talking about Omarosa. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to buy her, but I will hold on Omarosa, Brent. Yeah. I will buy. I will buy. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that again. Nobody's talking about her. She doesn't have any friends. She can't win comps. Literally, no one's threatened by her. Maybe she gets to like the final four and final three. People start looking at the jury. They're like, well, I don't know. You know, there's a couple people on the jury that like her, and maybe they want to get rid of her because of that. That's where she might be in the most danger. Other than that, I think she has a great shot of making it to the end and possibly. Be winning. The one thing is that I see her as potentially being like an easy target where right. they might be like, well, we don't want to target any of us. So let's just do something that we all can be okay with and just get Amorosa out. Yep. So, yeah. Double, double know, evictions are going to be her happening. worst. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, won't, she won't be able to remain under the radar forever because she is Omarosa. Yep. Um, so she will always, her name will always be in there uh, at, on some level. But uh, let's talk about meta world peace how do we feel about meta in this game that he doesn't even want to be a part of uh, a lot of people are starting to say they think he can win he is starting to play a bit more um i think his only difficulty would be uh who is willing to vote for him if he genuinely wanted to go home for so long but if he's sitting up there next to somebody like omarosa or somebody that they really hate he is very very lovable uh he could win that way right melissa Oh yeah, I could I could totally see him winning. I think that I think we're still early in the game that if he were to turn it up and be like I'm actually here to play and to let people and to stop with this whole like I want to go home, get me home thing, I think that people could then recognize him as a player and they might let go the earlier like oh, I I want to go home thing because there's a lot of people um in the game in the history of Big Brother that in the beginning had said I want to go home, I want to go home and then continued on to go near the end. So 
I, you know, I mean, think about like Vanessa when the feeds came up and she was like crying and saying she wanted to go home. I mean, not that she won, but still she got to the end and people didn't even think about that anymore. So I don't, I don't think that just because he said he wants to go home, he's totally out. I think if he turns it on and starts playing, which he has hinted that he's going to do, I think he could totally go far. Yeah, I would buy him as well. Ironically, I, I mean, I think he's just insane and I don't think he really understands anything about this game, but that's to his advantage at this point. The fact that he was dumb enough to go in the diary room and like vote the wrong way, even though he didn't realize it, and everyone knew about it, makes him even look dumber to the house guests and they're not threatened by him. And I don't mean that in, a, in like, I mean, I'm sure people are like, how dare you, Brent, say that? Well, yeah, I'm sorry. That's kind of dumb to go in the diary room and vote the wrong way, even though there's Julie who's, you know, guiding you to do what you want, what she wants you to do. So so I think I'm sorry. I think that was a little dumb. Uh, but having said that, there are people on the jury at this point, Keisha and um, Chuck, who would vote for him. And if Omarosa was on the jury, I feel like she would also vote for him. So, uh, you know, I don't think that you should be sleeping on Meta World Peace, man. Yeah. And at this point, he's not leaving Friday. So the next nearest point he can leave is next Monday, which is less than a week away from the end of the game. So I feel like at that point, he might think, well, I might as well stay another five days. Uh, right. So he, What's he might start playing. They, they must have paid him and other people off a, a fair amount of money. Uh, you know, or maybe they're liable if they quit. Maybe there'd be, they could possibly definitely be. Think that's part of the contract is that you can't just like walk out. Like you okay. have to be voted out. The because door. I mean, Keisha, you know, yeah. like, I was like, why don't you just walk if it's that big of a deal? Yeah, she, she's been saying she wants to leave and she, she didn't walk. Meta has been saying he wants to leave and he didn't walk. I just yeah. feel like they're, they're not letting him go out that way. Cause I think okay. that they didn't want to risk the fact that the season is so short. They didn't want to risk a bunch of people just quitting and then ha- them having nothing. No show, right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. They must have had some sort of clause built in. Yep. Yes. Uh, at this point I will hold on meta. I do think he has potential, um, but it's unrealized at this point for me. Um, <laughs> so next up. Uh, and finally we have Mark who has been very under the radar. I think who? Uh, he's in a decent spot. I think he is also have a, he also has a good edit, which I think is important for this version. Um, but he just hasn't been able to get a foothold in any gameplay. And that's going to be bad for him if he, if he's not able to, ch- to turn it around. Because, uh, if things keep, continue the way they're going, Shannon will go out and then James and Mark will be targeted together. And that's when Mark starts to get in a really bad spot. So he needs to change something up if he wants to start winning. But, uh, I, I wouldn't count him out yet. I'd, I'd hold on him, Brent. What do you think? Yeah, I would probably buy him at this point, even though he's not really been in the narrative. I mean, if he can turn it around and win a comp here or there, then it's definitely a possibility. But in order to win a comp, then he's going to have to sacrifice his sort of old man image that he can't win anything. And, you know, that he's just a sort of a joke there. But he's not been a joke in the diary room. I agree with your assessment that this version of the game is insofar as people going home actually helps him because he's been very, very fun. He, I had never realized that Mark McGrath has the voice for radio. He has and and the face for television. I mean, you know, it's a little tight, but he has the face for television. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he he talks like a disc jockey. It's sort of kind of cool the way he <laughs> narrates his diary rooms. But but like I said, I, I buy and I I think that he would have a better than uh, even chance if he is able to win anything on down the line. Yeah, I I'm actually I I'm in agreement with Brent. I think Mark uh, isn't is not in a great spot right now, but I could see him being in a great spot very soon. I think that it's important that when people are talking about him, they're for the most part saying, even though they're saying, yeah, put Mark on the block, they're mostly just saying, let's put him on the block essentially as a pawn. And I don't think anybody at this point is like, we have to get him out. So 
I think that bodes well for him in the future because he it's possible that he could just kind of be this outlier person that they start to use for votes. And then all of a sudden, whoops, everyone else had to be taken out and he's still there. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the stock watch. Uh, we'll do another one next week. Uh, let's do some questions. Just a couple questions before we start to wrap this up. Um, I've got one from BJ on Twitter who asks, is, is Meta playing a game similar to BBOTT Justin? Uh, what do you think, Brent? No, I don't think so. Uh, BBOTT Justin was uh, just one of my favorite people and he was hungry to stay in the game. I mean, there were I'm trying to think um, it's it's especially the early part of that season was a big, a bit of a blur to me, but uh, I don't really recall Justin ever wanting to quit the game. And he was always firmly on the side of the late night jamboree where meta is sort of a free agent at this point. Like he's sort of with Amarosa, but I feel like anybody could like reach out and grab him if they wanted to, but he may not even vote the right way when they send him into the diary room. So who knows you take your chances with meta world peace, man. I will say that the one thing that is a little similar is like the way that they're doing their little performances on the feeds. Mm -hmm. That would be the one thing that I think is similar because Meta is really fun to watch um, when he's alone by himself on the feeds. When he's with other people on the feeds, it's kind of like, eh, who cares? But when he's by himself, he does these little shows and I think it's really cute. Yes, I, I I'm still in love. I I I was telling uh, Melissa this actually uh, the other day, but like I would watch an entire show centered around Meta World Peace competing in a bunch of different competitive reality shows, but not wanting to be there and trying to get himself eliminated. I just feel like that would be a very fun show. Um, all right, uh, next question from Jordan: If Shannon goes on Friday night, is Ross the next to go? I think it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Very possible. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily likely, though. But I think it's certainly possible. Uh, he's just been very messy with his gameplay. Very indecisive. Uh, and 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 also uh, messy to the point where other people have been seeing that he's been playing really, really hard. And that's the the, the sign of a bad player is that you're playing hard, and other people know you're playing hard. You want to be playing hard, and other people think that you're just a really cool guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, final question from Ben. Uh, Brent, can you explain what Shady Boots is for Taryn? This is coming like, OK, this is just an expression. You're overthinking this. Like this is where your robot brain with like the ones and the zeros doesn't really like you can't really comprehend. Like it's just an expression. There is no object that's the Shady Boots. And I thought Ligori, <laughs> him being like a new gay, like I don't know what the hell he was thinking about. Oh, it's sort of like pants or got pants. <laughs> yeah, there was like the whole discussion on whether like, pants are a, singular with, or plural. With boots, there's boots because there's two of them. And then if a boot is by itself, it's a boot. When you have a pair of pants, <laughs> it's not possible for it to be by himself. That was just that was insanity. I, that whole entire conversation made me feel dumber on the, on, the, on the show today. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, I've been informed by many people now that you put your shady boots on. So... I feel like I've learned a lot about Shady Boots. Okay, all right. Well, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do we have a hashtag for this episode? Let us know in the chat if you've got one. Uh, Let me know if either of you have one or, or if you have any final thoughts, Brent. Uh, just a really fun season. Excited to be covering it. This is really crazy. Like I, I, I feel like I have an idea of what you go through on a regular season of Big Brother Taryn because I've been listening to myself talk about this shit so much. And by shit, I just mean like, like, like uh, I love it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy to be here. But like, it's just it's silliness. Like, I mean, come on. We're like, we're talking about silliness. Like, there's this guy who's on the show and he really wants to be voted off, but now they're forcing him to stay in because they don't because he's not a threat. And so now he may win the game. I mean, like, it's just we're talking about boots. We're talking about. Pain. 
hands. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, this is crazy, crazy talk here. So uh, yeah, I, I know what you are like on a, a regular season of big brother where you're talking about it every day on the morning update show. And by the way, you've been doing a great job with that. So kudos for that. Thank you very much. Melissa, any final thoughts? I'm really loving this season so far. And I think that this, uh, is quick sped up format is really good. And I hope they do something like this again. Um, and I hope that they take a lesson from this and shorten the regular season because I think it's too long. Uh, and I also hope that they do an all-stars version just like this. So that would be amazing. Um, and I already have my own hopes up for it. So they better do it. All right. Uh, I'm seeing hashtag Marissa with three A's. Uh, I, uh, that's, I love that's it. my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, so make sure you check out uh, the Taryn show, which should be dropping tonight. I just talked with Bruno, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, had a uh, very fun conversation with him. Uh, we talked about Big Brother. We talked about being a family man uh, and, and lots of lots of stuff, lots of fun stuff with uh, with Bruno. Uh, there will be a live feed update tomorrow morning at 10 a.m eastern i will update you on everything that happens tonight and today and all of the things on the live feeds and we'll be live tomorrow night after the episode airs of big brother celebrity so lots of big brother coverage heading your way uh brent you've got some uh rupaul stuff happening. yeah i cover rupaul with leanna and mike i feel like i say this every time so i'm like yeah, everybody knows <laughs> like yeah i cover rupaul with leanna and mike and uh yeah you guys can find it so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you can find us on twitter i'm at armstrong Taryn Brent is at one lucky gay and Melissa is at Marissa with three A's. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, she's at it's Melissa with three A's. Um, and uh, so I'm not letting you forget all this, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. You will not be able blame to blame the chat. They, they're the ones that brought up. Marissa. I thought it was a brilliant hashtag. Actually, it's, the, so bla- it's look who is the first person to oh, say. So I'm uh, blaming the chat because they were pointing out one of your errors. <laughs> Andy. I'm Andy. It's his fault. You it's his fault. Up. I said Marissa in the first place. He wrote like Marissa in the chat a billion times, and it's totally his fault. I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So for Brent and Melissa, I am Taryn Armstrong. Hashtag Marissa with three A's. We will see you next time. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.